we wanted to build sustainable, affordable housing, actually building it as a net zero project is how we made it affordable. A housing project that tackles homelessness, poverty, and climate change all at once? That's the goal of Hillcrest Village in Northfield, Minnesota. It's an emergency shelter and supportive housing development powered entirely by the sun. Scott Wapita is Executive Director at Community Action Center, which is behind the project. Hey, Scott, welcome to ClimateCast. Hi, Paul. Thanks for having me. Tell us what this will look like. What's the various mix of housing types at Hillcrest Village? The three main housing types are affordable housing, uh, which is a big need in our community and elsewhere. We currently have 17 housing units. They're all townhomes. It's also emergency housing for families, especially facing a crisis or a major transition in life. And then the rest is made up of a mix of some type of supportive housing, whether that's through a specific program or through it's a voucher program. Um, But the idea is to keep all three of them working together and constantly and dynamically changing as needs change in the community. So let's talk about the energy and climate piece of this. How did you work with builders and designers to construct a net zero energy development? What's different here? Yeah, the main push was twofold, and it was to balance a reduction in energy use and then a production of clean energy. Um, We found that doing one or the other uh, didn't get us to where we wanted to go. And yet working with local builders and engineers, we found that dialing both of those together was a really powerful recipe. The way we engineered it was we modeled out exactly how much energy uh, our buildings would use over a 12-month calendar year, knowing that uh, usage changes a lot uh, based on the incredible different seasons we have in Minnesota. And then we partnered with an electrical engineer to design a solar array that over a 12-month period would produce a parity of all of that energy so we could completely offset all of our on-site use with on-site energy. And then because resources are scarce, thinking a lot about where the most effective use of resources went. And our big conclusion was that by investing in the building envelope of the housing units, we could reduce energy by up to 62%. And that investment was with the project for the life of the housing. Why was climate and net zero an important focus for the project? I think one of the big changes was we started with an aspirational goal that people really wanted to see uh, climate action. Um, And so we tried throwing some solar panels at a project, but everything shifted to a much more meaningful project when we realized that if we wanted to build sustainable, affordable housing, actually building it as a net zero project is how we made it affordable. Our residents each pay about $20 per month for all of their heat and all of their electric combined. And so that cost savings that we could pass directly to community members and tenants pays itself off over and over again in terms of the actual cost of construction. Scott, how scalable is this? Are there any other projects in the future? We think it's scalable. Um, There's a lot of challenges we face in doing it as the first project to do something like this. We currently are um, quite a ways down a path in partnering with uh, the Rochester Area Foundation on uh, building some similar net zero energy uh, homes. And we're in conversations with various communities throughout Minnesota on how uh, they could look at tackling a project like this. And we think that this is something that could be done. What do you think Hillcrest Village can teach us about future housing and climate change solutions? I think the biggest lesson learned right now is that these solutions are available now. I also think the systemic change that we learned was that there are specific ways to invest in construction that pay off. Um, This is not about just trying to 
build the most housing units we can at the cheapest dollar we can, but actually looking at the lifetime cost of a project, there's a real return on investment in thinking about the long-term costs and the cost savings that come with some of these initial investments. Scott Wapita, Executive Director at Community Action Center of Northfield. Thanks for sharing your perspective on ClimateCast today. Thanks for having me, Paul. The U.S. Department of Energy says households consume about 22% of total energy in the United States. Building new net zero construction is low-hanging fruit to reduce greenhouse gas emissions and limit future climate change impacts. That's ClimateCast. I'm NPR Chief Meteorologist Paul Hutter.